Good evening. And as always, I want to thank you for watching this evening or listening whenever you get a chance for watching. I want to apologize for last night. I was sitting in my office, had my lesson ready to go. My daughter, I got out of practice at church at 7.30 and I told her I'd love to take you out to eat, just me and you, and I totally forgot that 8 o'clock even existed. So about 8.45 on our way home from having the daddy-daughter date, I was like, oh man, senior moment. And so I want to apologize for that. Uh, I was on track this week, but it kind of got out of hand. But Job 32, I told you last night that we were going to slow down and really spend some time in this chapter. And I think tonight is a lesson that all of us need to hear um, because we all have dealt with people who have been uh, difficult to talk to, uh, difficult to work with. Uh, difficult to spend time with because differing opinions. And so tonight, even though we hope all of our relationships are peaceful and positive, they won't all be. And many times we're guilty of uh, just avoiding tough conversations. Sometimes we're guilty of just avoiding even situations that make us uncomfortable. I am guilty of that. and um, But that's not what the Bible says. And here in 30, chapter 32, we started looking about how this young man did not um, confront Job out of respect for his age and the other individuals that had been discussing back and forth. But last week, uh, two nights ago, we looked at how uh, Job... Um, has finally finished uh, arguing with the three friends. And Elihu says, now I would like to speak to you about this. And there are three things tonight I want to show you. I believe if you are going to genuinely tell people the truth in love, you say, Jake, well, I just, I don't, I, don't, I can't do it. Well, it it's necessary. Sometimes there has to be difficult conversations because sometimes the truth needs to be said. Sometimes people don't know the dangerous path they're on. Sometimes people don't understand the road um, potholes in front of them. And if you and I don't do the truth in love, people are going to have negative consequences. And so starting in chapter 32, <clears throat> where we left off last night, um, we look, started off, let us read verse 6, that Elihu, the son of Barakel, the Buzite, answered and said, I am young, and you are very old. Wherefore, I was afraid and did not show you my opinion. But there is a spirit in a man, and the inspiration of the Almighty, in verse 8, giveth them understanding. Great men are not always wise, neither to the aged understand judgment. Therefore, I said, listen to me, and I will show you my opinion. What he says is, not everyone who should be wise is wise. And not everyone who should be speaking wisdom has wisdom. And the first thing you have to be reminded of 
If you are going to genuinely make a difference in people's lives who are struggling, who are hurting, who are making your life difficult, is you have to be humble. He didn't rely on his youth and creativity. He is saying that God gives understanding to men. And tonight, if you want to help people and you want to be a person who can speak the truth in love, you need to spend a lot of time praying, studying the scriptures, and knowing what God really says. Because friends, you might think you're the smartest Republican or the smartest Democrat in the world, but your opinion is useless. You might say, well, I'm the smartest husband or the smartest wife or the smartest father or the smartest mother. That wisdom is not going to help anyone unless it is wisdom given to you by God. And that starts by saying, I would be nothing without God. But because he loved me, died for me, changed me, I have hope and other people can have hope as well. The second thing I want to show you about dealing with people that are difficult or dealing with people who don't see things the way that you do is not only do you have to be humble, you have to be respectful. Here in verse 11, it says, behold, I waited for your words. I gave ear to your reasons while you searched out what to say. Yes, I attended unto you and behaved. There was none of you that convinced Job or that answered his word. Lest you said, say, we have found out wisdom. God trust him down, not man. Now he hath not directed his words against me, neither will I answer him with your speech. They were amazed. They answered no more. They left off speaking. He is saying, I am not doing this because I'm a know-it-all. I'm not doing this because I want my opinion heard. I am doing this because I think this is what God wants for me. And I'm going to answer it God's way. But he was still respectful. You see, we have to get back to a place where we can disagree with people and love them. We can disagree with people and be respectful. And so one, you have to be humble. Two, you have to be respectful. But third, and finally tonight, you have to be honest. Listen to what it says here, starting in verse 17. I said, I will not answer also my part. I also will show my opinion, for I am full of matter. The spirit within me constraineth me. Behold, my belly is as wine which hath no vent. It is ready to burst like a bottle. I will speak that I may be refreshed. I will open my lips and answer. Let me not, I pray, except any man's perther. Neither let me give flattering titles unto man. What Job says, what Job's, um, what Elihu says to Job is, I am not going to blow hot air at you. I'm not going to be a butt kisser. I'm not going to suck up to you because you're Job, the wealthiest man, the most privileged man. I am going to tell you the truth, no matter of how important you are. Listen to what verse 22 says. For I know not to give flattering titles. In doing so, my maker would soon take me away. 
flattery, false praise, being deceitful in how you view somebody, God punishes. You say, well, Jake, I've got to be nice to my in-laws or I've got to be nice to my sister-in-law or I've got to be nice to my boss. You're absolutely right. You do have to be respectful. You do have to be humble. But if you really want to be used by God to make a difference in people's lives, you have to be honest. All of us can be bandwagon friends. Well, things are bad at work and things are bad with my family and things are bad. You know, well, it's always everyone else's fault. Yes, I agree with you. Sometimes you have to look at the people that you love and say, hey, things are bad because you're a jerk. Or, hey, things are bad because you spend all your time doing other things. Or sometimes you have to look at people and say, don't blame God for the problems in your life when you don't pray, when you don't read your Bible, when you don't go to church, when you when you have nothing to do with God except want His blessings. It's kind of like this simple fact that the Bible teaches that we should be workers, hard workers, and that the Lord honors hard work. But yet, I have worked with people over the years and been guilty of this, of being lazy. They'd call into work all times of the year and never show up for work, and they'd run the point system right to the edge of getting fired. Then they'd get a flat tire and have a real reason to miss, and they'd get fired. All they do is complain, I can't believe they fired me. I had a flat tire. I didn't do anything wrong. But yet, they were absolutely right this one time. But the 12 other times they skip work to do other things has consequences. And so you and I have to be willing to say, hey, I agree with you that it wasn't fair to get that for a flat tire, but you skipped work a bunch. And so we have to be humble. We have to be respectful. But we have to be honest. You see, Jesus was honest, respectful, and humble with the woman at the well. He says, I know you're a sinner. I know your situation. But I will sit here and talk to you. But I'm going to tell you the truth that you need living water. And so tonight I encourage you to be a person of humility, be a person of respect, but be a person of honesty. And I'm not talking about just in easy situations but in the difficult ones. And so as always, I want to thank you for watching tonight. And I pray if I can not be forgetful or old, uh, that I will see you, Lord willing, tomorrow night. God bless you.